This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast. Lost Light Season 2, Lost and Furious. Welcome to Lost Light, uh, Lost and Furious. Uh, we're talking about the Fast and Furious movies, among other things. Uh, today we've got the fifth in the franchise. Uh, Caleb just reminded me that it is called Fast Five, because uh, we're getting creative with these uh, movie titles. Yep. Yeah. So Caleb, <laughs> uh, welcome as always. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Jim. Always happy to be with you and talk whatever. Yeah, Fast Five, hot on the heels of Fast and Furious. Remember, that's different from The Fast and Furious. So, yeah, whoever's naming these movies is just collecting a paycheck right now. Um, yeah. You know, holler at Lost Light. We could we could come up with something. Call us. Uh, but man, I know we, we both uh, just finished watching this film today. Um, and so we, we want to talk about it, but, uh, before we get there, um, I mean, any, anything else going on, uh, interesting, I think, I mean, it feels like it's been forever. I don't know. Time, time is extremely mushy for me. It, it does feel like it's been forever. And what's weird is before right now, I felt like we were actually like recording faster than we normally do on our, our like we were ahead of schedule as far as. It's probably not, but I was like, man, we're 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 getting there, you know, we're we're going to be almost uh, on on time or whatever, because yeah. we've been kind of inconsistent with our days and everything. We're almost like in a in a groove, but then once we sit down to record, it's like my brain just forgot like everything about the last <laughs> recording. It could have been pre-pandemic. I, I don't know, you know. I mean, just mush is like you said. Um, uh, yeah, I've I've been watching some stuff. We want to get into it. Yeah, what, what, hit me, hit me with your best <laughs> shot, Caleb. Okay. Um, I mean, I, you know, wrestling and everything, but this, and and it actually leads into Mm -hmm. the fast and furious tonight because I finished, um, I finished Downton Abbey. Uh, we watched the, the finale. I haven't watched the the (laughs) film, but me and me and my wife have been on this uh, Downton Abbey. We we took a little break for, you know, a couple weeks maybe, but, um, we, we watched most of the last season, uh, over the last couple days. And, uh, I'm gotta say, I've I, I watched Sopranos, which is supposed to be like the greatest, you know, prestige television show. I've watched a lot of a lot of shows, mm-hmm. shows that that made me emotional. I was like a mess this the entire last season of Downton Abbey, and there there was some other points in in the series that you know kind of uh, made my you know yeah. got dust into my eye, but uh, I was a mess, and like it like carried over into the film tonight. Uh, to, to the Fast and Furious, I started like tearing up at the Fast and Furious, uh, Fast Five, because I think because I was so emotional from Downton Abbey, uh, it was that was a joy. I, I used to like think that show, you know, PBS, uh-huh. it's it's you know, boring. Nah, man, that Downton Abbey is. We're gonna watch the uh, the film tomorrow. Nice. Be on the lookout for the letterbox. <laughs> so that that's the one thing I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, I, I I have a vague recollection. I've got kind of some broad sweeping notions of what the show is about. But yeah, I don't think I've ever heard somebody kind of react uh, that emotionally to it. It's usually more of I mean, like yeah. you, they're just kind of a, a soap opera. You get sucked into the storyline and you got to mm-hmm. find out what happens to 
this person, that person, but it was, I wasn't like, like falling crime, but it would just, there, there was a couple points where they would, some, somebody would say something really nice or, or, you know, cause it was all like about, it's the last season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, tying up a lot, you know, people, uh, characters making up and, and, you know, becoming friends and, and everything. And just some of the things they were saying would just kind of like made my, you know, lip quiver just a little bit, maybe a little, you know, a little bit of tears, but it was all because it was like happy stuff, yeah. you know, and just people, uh, people, you know, loving one another. It was just, a, it was a warm feeling, you know, every, everyone seemed to yeah. spoilers for Downton Abbey, but everyone seemed to find love in the end. And that just made me, that made me very happy. Nice. I mean, uh, as far as TV goes, there's, there's not much that uh, my wife and I are doing. I started the the next, uh, the third season of Lost in Space. Mm. Uh, just because I kind of, you know, the first two seasons, I dug what they were doing on Netflix. Um, one of those kind of, one of those things that you could binge, but it feels like you're doing a disservice to the show because they do set you up with cliffhangers after every episode. It's like, you know, watch two episodes. There's a cliffhanger. It prepares you to like come back and do another two episodes or something. Hmm. Um, not, not one of those where, you know, you're, the, the intention is that you sit down and you uh, just crush uh, an entire season in, in one weekend. Yeah, we we did that with uh with Downton. We we there, there was days where we would weekend days where we would churn out six or seven episodes um mm-hmm. a couple times, but then there would be times where we we might not even go to it for a few days or watch an episode one night and then come back and, you know, a couple nights later or watch it. So um there's there's good to that too, you know, actually being able to kind of sit with with what happened and kind of think about it and everything. I, I I'm, I'm, I might start trying to do that a little more instead of just, you know, like you said, just shotgunning the show. Um, yeah. Lost in Lost in Space. Uh, my dad tells me about that show. It seems like every time I see him, he, he loves that show. He keeps telling me I need to start. Yeah. It. I watched the first couple episodes and it was good, but I have this. I had this thing because I used to love to binge shows where I, I couldn't like really start a show if it only had one season. Because I, I just knew I would just eat that up, and then especially if I liked it, you know. Oh yeah. Or it gets it gets canceled, and Lost in Space is even worse because that show started in like 2000, and it's just now got to its third season. Um, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. That, not, not really 2000, but it's it's taken them a lot. It's taken like a, lo- it. a lot longer than most shows to get to three seasons. Yeah, they even um, the the start of the third season is like. Uh, Hey, uh, there was a year that happened between these two seasons and the kids are more grown up now and, uh, just like, you know, time has happened because yeah, you're right. It, it, it is that way. It's, 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 I, I legitimately didn't think they were going to make a third season. And then just my Netflix was one day like, Hey, a uh, third season exists. No grand uh, trumpets flaring or anything is just like yeah here it is you you watched the other two so you probably wanted to watch the third one and netflix is getting more into that like extended hiatus in between seasons but most shows come mm-hmm. out pretty regularly on the year you can you know tell when they're gonna when their new season's gonna start uh because that was mm-hmm. the same time they started last you know year most shows uh but netflix man like i mean stranger things has been 
waiting on that fourth season for for like three years now. Um, the Witcher took like two years between season one and two. Um, yeah. So uh, a good bit of uh, Ozark has been quite a few has been a, a year or two since its last season. Um. Hmm. So it, it, Netflix is starting to do that with with some of their shows. And you really, I, you can do it more with the adult cast. You know, like yeah, two three years for Henry uh, Cavill. It's like oh, it doesn't look that much different. No, but you know, you get the the child actors of Stranger Things. Two three years for them, they're you know grown people now, they're young adults. They're going to be in like college pretty soon for their storylines. So yeah, they definitely. Um needed to pick up the pace uh because that's that's the thing with child actors though like um famous example is uh lost it had the um the young boy michael and they basically had to write him out of the show after like season two because he had such he's like a massive growth spurt uh and you you saw him like i think he was second half of season two or three or whatever he he hadn't been in it in a while and they they show him like once and he's like a grown man you know and it's it's supposed to have been (laughs) You know, like uh, a year or whatever, and uh, he's—he, I mean, he was—he was went through a huge growth spurt, and uh, they're—I I don't know, you know, I know they said they were—they were wanting to do more seasons of Stranger Things, at least maybe another one, but I don't know how they're going to do it without jumping to ninety-five or you know, because the, you're these kids are going to be like drinking soon. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a huge Stranger Things fan. Um, I'll watch it. I'll enjoy it. Uh, it. It's one of those things that, you know, as we were saying, like, sometimes it's nice to take a break. Stranger Things, one of those things where I'm like, eh, you know what? I'll, I'll take as many as I can do uh, while I'm sitting down, as many as I can do while I'm here doing dishes, whatever. It's like, I don't, yeah, I don't need to, like, sit and think about things and contemplate it it's just like yeah let me let me see what's going on and let's wrap it up <laughs> you're gonna get in and get out you're gonna you're gonna get the information you need and you're gonna oh yeah leave with oh it. yeah and if, I've, if i've got any questions i'll go look up your wikipedia article i'm not gonna go back and rewatch an episode just to just to see what was going on yeah, I get that. And that that, it, that shows uh, suffers from, you know, it got too popular where it's not almost like not popular anymore. You know, it was just so it's such a big deal. and Everyone's talking about it. People got kind of tired of it. Yeah, because it came out of nowhere. It felt like mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, it is this thing is the is the big water cooler moment of like, mm-hmm. oh, did you hear about this thing? Did you see this thing? It's crazy. Um, and then, yeah, kind of. When something's cool, then it's cool to hate a thing. And it gets copied. Yeah. Everything's set in the 80s for a little while, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I I happen to really, I, I, all three of those seasons, I, I binged like the day they came out. Well, not the first one, but the other two, I binged like the mm-hmm. day they came out. You know, just fed myself on Stranger Things. Yeah. And then you then you could be done with it and you can move on with your life and mm-hmm. uh, find something that tickles your fancy a little bit more. Um, I, I, so the other thing that, uh, speaking of binging, um, I dedicated myself to watching the, uh, the fourth matrix movie. Um, it had been a while since I had seen all of the, the sequels. Um, so I said, I'm going to sit down and I don't have anything else to do on this Sunday. 
so sat down real early, started with the first one, second one, third one, uh, and then got to the fourth one. Um, and I, I, I felt like I was doing a disservice to the fourth one just to give it that like kind of tail end of that length of movie watching. Cause I started to get tired of watching movies and I was like, eh, I kind of want to be done. Yeah. And I, th- I think that, um, in this scenario, like you should probably take some time. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Um, just because I, I, I really want to like be able to focus in on it. And so I, I need to send mm-hmm. my family to like on vacation for me to be, <laughs> to do that. But, um, I, I think you need to have some time because it seems like such a like epilogue, you know, almost, you know, it, it just from the trailers and stuff. I mean, obviously, I yeah. know it has a lot to do with before, but it seems like such a um, I, I'm, not, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the right word. But you know what I'm saying? Like there, there should be a time gap in between such. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't you don't need to watch uh, the previous movies. I think that like that that would have been something that. Uh, I don't know, like somebody could have told me that like, Hey, you don't need to watch, you don't need to watch all three of them beforehand. Cause they do, a, they do a really good job of like, if you have seen them and you have a vague recollection of what happened in the previous three movies, uh, they give you enough of these little snippets and flashbacks of, uh, just information to, to guide you. To remind, to remind you of the things that happened that relate to the things that are happening. So, yeah, I mean, that was kind of my worry. I wanted to rewatch the, I actually started the first one, but I didn't get very far. I fell asleep and, uh, I wanted to do the same thing, but because I was worried that they were going to, if they're doing, if they actually show flashbacks, that's, that's great. But Mm -hmm. I was worried they were going to be like, do you remember when we were, when so-and-so was doing this and -and (laughs) so-and-so and so so on? Nah, man, if it wasn't Neo bending backwards over the bullets or beating Mr. Anderson's (laughs) ass at the end of the first one or him flying away. I mean, I remember some of the the second and third one, um, but I was worried that it was going to be real, you know, talky about stuff that happened before. Right, because yeah, in those in that in that second and third one, there it it gets it does get very talky. It gets cerebral, and you kind of have to like you you can't zone out. You have to be kind of in the moment and actually watching them to 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 pick up what they're trying to tell you. Yeah, and I think that was uh one of the the criticisms of this one was uh, some people were like saying that it was. It was beating you over the head uh, with with what they were trying to tell you. There was there was no nuance, uh, no room for you to 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 make a your own uh, conclusions. Mm. Yeah, so it was like, it was like no nuance or anything. It was you know, this is the story, yeah. whether you like it or not. <laughs> I, I know I know one of our friends uh, hated that movie. Uh, I've never seen him so upset about it in that movie. Yeah, and I I, can, I get I get why there's uh, people could be um, off put just because that first movie is so good and it holds up so well um, as just it just does everything right and so really anything you do to follow it up uh, it, it's it's an uphill battle. Let me ask you something hypothetical about the Matrix. 
because I agree with what you just said. The first movie is transcendent, and then the the the, the follow ups just don't quite hold up, right? Now that's that's the yeah. same thing for other trilogies. Um, Star Wars is the one that comes to mind, but the difference between Star Wars and this is the second movie was also a very you know extremely good movie. The third one is where most people mm-hmm. kind of of the original trilogy. The third one is where most people kind of have some problems. But uh, if the second Matrix would have been just as good as the first one, do you think it would be more well like the the overall series would be more well regarded? <sighs> Because I don't feel like people throw the trilogy out there. They'll say the Matrix, you know, is one of the you know best, but the trilogy's like rarely ever mentioned. Yeah, like if, uh, you know, like if um, if they had gone like Back to the Future or a Terminator, but for for the Matrix, like, well, how could that have changed things? I don't, I don't know. I'd be, I guess, uh, part of me would be curious to know if the Wachowskis intended to make three movies from the drop. Cause like for me, that first movie is so self-contained that you really don't need the other two. And that may, that may have been the, like kind of the intent there was like, yep, we need, we need to get this movie made. Like we need to do what we want to do and tell the story we want to tell. Um, and don't worry about, the the broader scope of kind of the narrative. I mean, I th- I think that the Wachowskis um, definitely had a story that they probably did want to tell, but it does seem like probably mm-hmm. studio influence because the Matrix was such a big hit that um, I, I, it does seem like there was probably some like um, executive you know uh, studio members telling them like, hey, we could stretch this out, you know. <laughs> you know how much money you made off that first one? Triple it. Mm-hmm. Don't double it, triple it. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of other trilogies and and um, what, what do you call it? What do you call it? Uh, a nine nineage. <laughs> a nine. I like that. A, a nine, nineage. A nick. A nick. Yeah, something. A nineage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but we're only to the to the five G five G right now. So. Um, <laughs> you ready to get into it, or you got anything more, dude? Yeah. Yeah. That's. Okay. Oh, Caleb, you wanna you wanna hit hit me with a uh, hit me with a synopsis? Yes, I will. Um, Fast Five um, starts off pretty much exactly where Fast and Furious left off with Brian, uh, Mia, and some others rescuing Dom from the prison bus, which I actually liked that that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so they they go on the run. Brian is now full on fugitive again. Um, they end up in South America in Brazil, and um, yep, it's Brian. They're they're split up. Brian and me are together, and they're going to be meeting Dom here. And lo and behold, they walk up to um, where they're supposed to be meeting, and who is there? But somebody from the very first film, uh, Vince. Uh, if you remember, he was the one that was also in love with uh, Mia. And had a, a very contentious relationship with Brian. Um, he's there. While they're waiting on Dom, he's like, hey, let's just go do this job. Uh, we can go steal some cars here. Uh, so they go and they do. Uh, Dom shows up. And uh, obviously there's something funny about this job. Uh, the guys that Vin- that recruited Vince to do this have a hidden agenda. And these guys are expendable to them. Um, but it's Dom Toretto and his family. 
these guys aren't going to get them. Yeah. Not in the first half of the movie, at least. Uh, <laughs> so uh, fight ensues, and they get what they get away with with some of the cars they were stealing. It just so happens to be what these guys were actually looking for was not the car, but in one of these cars. So they're in possession of this information, and this information belongs to the biggest drug dealer, criminal underworld man in Brazil. Um, and so they have a lot of enemies. Not to mention, during this robbery, some DEA agents, DE, some DEA agents get killed, and then America sends in... Luke Hobbs, Captain America himself, it would seem, because this dude is a B.A. <laughs> He's going to go in there. It's like Captain America, but if Captain America was already Superman before he got the serum is what this this guy is, right? That's what they made him out to be. Yeah. Uh, and so he always gets his man, and he doesn't care. Um, so he's, he's on the ground. And he he already knows this place is corrupt. Uh, this this big drug dealer Reyes got the whole entire police department on his payroll, so he doesn't need any of these police officers. He wants the rookie, and so he takes the the rookie cop, and uh, they go and you know um, Dom and the rest of them realize the information they have is all of the money that Reyes has and all his stash houses for this money, and they're gonna rob him for it mm-hmm. because that's what they do. And they bring in some help. Everybody that's ever been in a Fast and Furious movie comes back to help them. <laughs> Everyone. Except for um, Sean. Sorry, Barb. Sean wasn't in this one. I remembered his name this time. Um, <laughs> so uh, they all go in. They, they come up with a great plan, uh, which their plan is to go and rob one of these houses and immediately take their masks off and show their faces and burn all this money. So that um, Reyes will condense all these different stash locations into one. Mm-hmm. Uh, curveball gets thrown at him because that one is going to be the police station. So um, they have Hobbs on their tail, but we know our criminals aren't really criminals. They're, they got hearts of gold. So Hobbs right. gets one yeah. over in the end, and they all go after Reyes. A crazy, crazy series of events. And then um, Hobbs says, I'm going to let you go, but the money stays. And Looky there. They pulled the okie doke on old Hobbs, got away with millions and <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, completely murdered an entire city in Brazil along the way. Oh, yeah. And um, and now they're not they're not able to go back home, but they are free. Fast five. Ex- excellent work, Caleb. I've been really trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your effort shows. Um, yeah, this. Uh, I mean, if you, if you could have just skipped two, three, and four, just take me straight from the first movie into this movie. Uh, this is what a Fast and Furious movie should be. I mean, this just, it just, they, they, you're right. They start you out with the prison bus, which is great. They're, They're not like. They're not like, oh yeah, they the, the prison bus thing happened, and that was like six months ago. But every, everything's fine now, no, and we're on the run. You get to run. see it happen. No, they're like, you get to see it happen, and it is bonkers, and it doesn't make any sense, and it just totally sets the stage for how uh, physics doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, people will survive insane car crashes and walk away, and just like. Cars hold up, yeah, like nobody's business. Cars can be 
I mean, have thousands of pounds of torque on them, uh, by this safe. It, it will get to that. Uh, uh yeah, but it, it doesn't make any sense, but it's adrenaline. It's fun. And you know, it's family. That's, that's what, you, that's what you're here for. You're, you're here for, uh, you're here for the, the Dom Toretto family dynamic and the bonkers car chases. And, and that's, that's what we get. I'm so glad that you like this movie. Cause I said before that, um, I was interested to watch it again because for the longest time, this was, this was like up there with number one, uh, this mm-hmm. was, this was my favorite. And I mean, it, it still is, uh, after watching this, it's still great. I know people, people are hating on the rock and everything and, and whatever, but I loved them in this when I, when it first came out, I still liked them tonight. I don't care. I'm not sorry. I mean, I could, I, I, I definitely have my issues, uh, with this film. I think, uh, nobody really knows what they're doing at any given time. I don't understand what anybody's motivation is at, at any point in time. They're all just kind of like, uh, walking through, you know, the steps, doing what they need to do to get to the next action sequence to get to the next car chase. But I, I don't even care because those car chase scenes, uh, those action sequences are so great that it, it makes you forget all the, all the bonkers craziness that, uh, you, you shouldn't care about because this is a movie about, uh, basically a, a heist. It's a heist with cars. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a good point. And, uh, I think I might've teased this before, but I feel personally that, um, as, as we said before, each film had, um, like a different progression as far as racing, a uh, different mm-hmm. style and everything. This film, I think is where these, these franchise, this franchise went from just like racing films to it's, it's a heist film, this one. And it's just a, it's just yeah. an action heist film, uh, that happens to be mainly, you know, vehicle driven, but, um, this is the change in the series. And, um, really I think you'll see going forward, it kind of more sticks towards this route. Uh, it'll obviously get bigger and bigger, but, um, and I, I, at this juncture at fast five, when I first saw it, it blew me away. This heist, uh, heist film in a fast and furious movie. Um, it was crazy. Yeah, it was, um, you know, I I think we're just gonna, we're just gonna skip around. We're going to hop around. Yeah, we, we really love this movies, guys. So it's probably just going to be me and Jim <laughs> shouting what we liked. And but uh, so part of the fun about this movie, like you just said, is uh, it doesn't make sense. And we're going to pick some of it apart. I've got some, you know, some stuff that, I, you know, doesn't make sense. But and but it was great, man. I didn't care. It's going to be funny on yeah, the show, yeah. I hope. But <laughs> did not bother me. In the, at no point was I like, what? Yeah. So uh, one thing that. Uh, you know, just as an overarching theme that this film did a great job of was like it, I, you know, it's a heist movie. You've seen heist movies. We've seen the Italian job. We've seen mm-hmm. oceans numbers, uh, however many billions of those movies were made. We know how it works. Uh, you got to get the crew together you do the thing. You, you have to set up the fake uh, version to practice and then you go in to the the actual bank and the stuff that you have practiced you know oh it goes a little sideways and mm-hmm. you have to 
uh, adjust. And that's like where the, the, the tension comes from because you're like, oh, no, this person didn't do exactly sequence ABC that they showed you 13 times. Now they have to um, they have to think on their feet. Yeah, they took all this time coming up with this plan and it didn't work out. Now they have to, you know, call an audible right in the middle of all this. So, right. Yeah. And this one, it was we've got our plan. And when it when the rubber meets the road, the whole plan is out the window. Just nothing. Just mm-hmm. don't even worry. All this time we spent preparing and working and making you think that, like, this is how things were going to go down. Nope. Throw it out the window. Uh, whole new plan uh, for things for you to be surprised about when they happen. And not only like the characters are not in on some of this stuff, the surprises that are coming at them, we weren't in on it. Um, and the example I'm thinking of is um, they're about to go and actually do the job and they, they have a tracker mm-hmm. on, um, on Hobbs, the rocks character. And uh, they're like, he's across town. We're all good. Let's do it. And so the couple of them roll out and then in bus Hobbs and his whole, whole team. We didn't even see that coming. We thought he was across town. You know, it, it didn't yeah. show show us a scene of him across the street waiting. So we were surprised like, oh, no. And and they catch him. <laughs> you know, it does, it's not like our guys get away again. They get caught. Uh, and, you know, and then another surprise happens. But it, yeah, it was just great, man. And uh, another thing about this movie that I think and you um linked it to number one right away and I, I i agree and i think because this actually and i don't know I, this might sound sound cliche but this actually shows the family i think number one showed showed a lot mm-hmm. of the, the family mentality i mean that's you wanted brian to to get, to get with this crew uh with dom and his crew right. and, be, and be be good and be with them uh so the second third fourth the fourth one kind of because that's where they kind of all came back together but uh definitely the second and third one there's really no family about that and that's what makes these movies in my opinion you know mm-hmm. really great is uh this this family thing is actually cool you i, I mean who doesn't want 10 you know um, guys and girls out there that, that, you know, their brothers and sisters that they could just call on on the drop of a hat, you know, I mean, that yeah. would, that's, you know, that's love and it's, it's great. Yeah. People, people who are going to be there for you, uh, don't, don't even ask questions. You need me. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, like we said, we're, we're going to bounce around. Um, uh, I, can we, can we start with the rock, uh, Hobbs? Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know his character. I, was this early on in his um, acting career? I mean, because it it it's so it feels really rough. It, it's it it felt almost like the um, when when people are new wrestlers, they say, "All right, we know you're not great at wrestling, so just go out there and uh, no sell anytime somebody punches you mm-hmm. because." That's like that's easy. Yeah. Uh, so it, it felt like they were like, all right, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you're not good at acting, so you just go out there and you uh, you don't have a conscience. You're just kind of a robot, and you want to just get your person, and you don't care uh, about whatever else happens. And that's not like. They're not breaking the mold with that. I mean, that's Tommy Lee Jones from The Fugitive. I don't care. Right. Uh, I mean, that's 
so and it's just it's just rock go out there don't care about your be tommy lee jones from the fugitive in the rock's body go and also you're, you're <laughs> i guess you're kind of from the south a little bit because he didn't he kind of talk like, like with a little bit of like a a, a southern or like a, a texas accent I, I, he, I felt like at points he was like really laying into the whole you know i, I don't know I, i'm not going to try to do a, a impression without having something specific but i, I just felt like he was like <laughs> is he southern is he from texas is he a cowboy i don't know what he is i did i didn't i didn't pick up on that um his weird goatee mm-hmm. uh well, the, the the long goatee thing uh was was weird because you, you I, I, I don't know if I could ever t- tell how long it actually was, because there were like shadows half the time. It was just very strange. Um, I, I will say this about The Rock's character in this film. I agree with you up to a point. I think after a certain point in the film, I really enjoyed his character. But like you said, when he when he first shows up and he's just the Terminator, he was kind of annoying. Some of his little one-liner. He, he said, get your thunderwear on. Which kind of like yeah. I, I had the, the subtitles on and it, it really stuck out to me. <laughs> and, uh, and it's just and he was just so like, he, I mean, a scene is like when he tells his team to rebuild the car and they rebuild it. And then he's like, well, you know, it's in there. And they're like, no, it's not, man. And he walks over in one second. Diagnosis the problem. Yeah. The like, first thing he noticed is, like, oh, look at that radio mm-hmm. sucks. Like oh, he, let me hit the button that that you people who uh, built this car back together from scratch are like, for some reason, you never thought to turn on the radio. Yeah, I mean, especially the radio was sitting over there on the desk. Like it was it was it was probably way away from everything else of, of the car because uh, they were they were messing with the stuff from the computer. So uh, um, a- anyways, uh, yeah, his his whole deal at the beginning and. Like you trained these guys. If he couldn't find that in the radio, that's your, that's he's your, you're his leader of his team. <laughs> that's your fault. Rock Luke Hobbs. Uh, but, uh, I mean, as long as we're uh, in this, this moment, I really wanted that car to get used again. Oh yeah. That, that would have, I, I don't know why we, we, we took the car apart, uh, justifying that the thing was behind the radio. Uh, put the car back together, and then nothing, nothing happened. Like, no, I wanted, I wanted somebody to need that car later, and for them to have that moment, um, like in uh, in Tokyo Drift, where they were like, "Oh, we need a car." I was like, "Oh, I know where we can get a car." And then, like, you know, as the audience, you're like, "Well," and they're like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, I mean, like Mia. Mia was back at the, like the uh, headquarters and say they get into some trouble on the road with Re- Reyes gets the drop on him instead of them, you know, mm-hmm. murdering him. And then Mia smashes into him with that car, you know, like that, that would have been that that would have made sense because the car was rebuilt and we were told it was rebuilt. And usually that means something, you know, other than just yep. to show us how smart Luke Hobbs is. Um <laughs> Because I mean that was actually I mean doing a disservice to to that that was a pretty like smart diagnosis to re, let's rebuild this and see what's missing, uh, and then and then to diagnose it. I mean if if a real cop did that, I would be impressed. But the Rock doing it on the screen was kind of a uh, kind of jarring. Yeah, I would think that you and you would you wouldn't have to put a car back together to find out that like it's all there or not. 
Now you could put the motor together and be like, yep, all the pieces for the motor are there. Cool. Yep. Uh, all the body pieces are there. All right. Don't worry about it. And like just apply 12 volts to the, the radio and be like, oh, does this work or not? Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, well, let's let's see what happens. You don't you don't have to reconstruct a entire engine block to hmm. test a radio. Or, I mean, it, he would have been just as smart if he would have walked by that table and seen the radio sitting next to the computer, you know, with a, mm-hmm. a warm coffee mug sitting next to it to let him know that's where they were, <laughs> were just standing, you know, and to kind of be looking around. But uh, you asked a question about the or if it was early in The Rock's career, and I do think it was uh, within, like, the first five, six years of him being, like, a full-time actor. Uh, so, yeah, he, he was pretty, like, and I also think this was, like, Rock's, like, big-time action star now. And he, he was a pretty yeah. guy, but this is like, he, he's, you know, you know how he's like super big box office draw. This was his first, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, Fast and Furious movies do numbers. They do like Marvel numbers. Uh, at least they did uh, starting here, Fast 6 and yeah. 7 and 8. Those were like billion dollar movies. Um, and, you know, the other cool thing about The Rock is you want to see The Rock and Vin Diesel throw down because they're both, you know, big, bad, bald dudes. And, uh. You just want to see oh, yeah. him see him throw hands, and that was a pretty good fight. Oh yeah, it was a great, and, and maybe that's why you have to have uh, Hobbs come in with this no nonsense attitude, so that he will get into a fight with Dom. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't get that, he'd be like, oh well, uh, eh, all right, whatever. But no, you get it, and it's it's a great fight. Um, and yeah, show shows that, uh, uh, you know, that, uh, Dom, you know, maybe could have uh, spent uh, some time as a professional wrestler. I don't know. We know in the fast and furious universe that the Dom, Dom Toretto is the baddest man on the planet. And I think this just mm-hmm. showed us that Luke Hobbs is probably number two on the planet in, yeah. in that planet. And even the, the fight stuff that, uh, Brian O'Connor got to do was cool. You know, yeah, I, we're, man, this is this is going to be a six hour show because I, I want to talk about everything. But uh, <laughs> um, Brian was great because I, I know uh, I gave Paul Walker a lot of crap for the first couple movies. I thought his, you know, he wasn't a, a really good actor at, at that time. Mm-hmm. But I really like uh, who Brian turned into. And it, it started last um, the last movie. He's, he's just he's more serious and 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 everything. And he's, he's I don't feel like he's so over the top with some of his uh, acting stuff. So yeah. um, he was he was a little bit more understated, and that was great. Um, I mean, we have a, a, a plethora of other characters we can talk about being brought back for this film. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, None of those did anything for you? Uh, it was nice to see them. It was nice to see people kind of come back. Obviously, getting Han back. Yes, thank Han you. Han being just super cool. Uh, it. It took it took way too long for us to get to the point where Han said, "Oh yeah, I haven't gotten to Tokyo yet, but I will eventually." We'll get there eventually. I, I love that line though. It's like, uh, okay, but it, it took me so long that, like, in the middle of the movie, I was like, All right, "I need to pause this and go look at Wikipedia to see that, like, that this is like just to see what the timeline was supposed to be." Because, like, was he supposed was like Tokyo Drift supposed to happen? Before this one, I hope you didn't spoil yourself on some of the stuff that's coming down the line. Um, I mean, I've unfortunately spoiled some stuff, but not a ton. Uh, you know, I got to. Yeah. Speaking of spoils, 
uh, Caleb, uh, must I don't know, a couple months ago, turned on uh, TNT ah. to watch me some AEW Dynamite. You know, tuned in 60 seconds before the show started. What do I see? But the the end section of Fast Five, where you see uh, The Rock looking at this uh, picture of Lottie. Letty? Yeah. Uh, Letty? You, you, you kept doing that last episode, too. Do you believe in ghosts? I was like, yeah. Ugh. So I, these movies are so old that uh, I can't I can't escape spoils uh, even in, no matter how hard I try. Uh, but I will say this because um, I have watched Fast Fast and Furious Six, and I don't th- I think I watched pieces of Seven. Um, I might mm-hmm. have might have watched Seven. I definitely haven't watched Eight or Nine. So I don't even think like I th- I think that the whole Han saga might still I might not even know the whole whole story of the Han saga uh, because that that was a kind of a big deal coming up in these next couple but that line to get back to this movie um, we'll get there eventually that gave me so much hope because I was like oh man Han could be in the next one you know they could just keep putting right, it, up, putting yeah. it off like because I I, yep. I kind of understood that um, if he's if he's showing up it's and especially because of that line like Tokyo hasn't happened yet. And uh, and it right. actually kind of makes sense for the Tokyo, if you think about it, because how could Dom Toretto have gotten? I mean, he was all over the map, but it would have probably been hard for Dom Toretto to just get over to Tokyo on the run like he was. Um, but now mm-hmm. he, he's, uh, I mean, a millionaire. So even though he's on the run, he could still he could get to Tokyo to uh, race yeah. for, for for Hans, you know, honor. But uh, yeah, it was great to have Han. Anytime Hans in one of these films, it's always you know. Uh, thumbs up. I, I like I like Roman. Um, he was he mm-hmm. was one of my he was my favorite character probably from uh, uh, Too Fast Too Furious. Um, Ludacris was solid just like he always was. Um, and the Vince, that's who I want to kind of talk about. Okay, Vince, that that threw me for such a loop when when I first when he first showed up. Uh, I thought that yeah. dude was I mean. Nobody else from the first ones came back. I mean, other than, you know, you know, Letty, but none of the none of Dom's crew, really. Uh, And the last we saw of him, he was injured really bad shot. And Brian, as a cop, calls a, you know, chopper for, you know, and they know that this this injury happened in the commission of a crime. So I'm thinking he's rotting away in a prison somewhere. (laughs) But somehow he's gotten down there and he's in is in this. And um. I, I just loved it. Loved the, the character. I mean, it's, it seems like he's still the same, like, uh, just angry kind of like dickhead, uh, yep. towards the beginning. You see, he's got a family and, and somebody, somebody out there likes him, but just whenever he comes into contact with Brian, he just turns into like, you know, just an asshole, but he really re- redeemed himself. Yeah. It t- I mean, it makes sense. You've been, uh, like harboring this, uh, ill will, for so long uh, that Vince is like, it, it, you're not going to just like see somebody and be like, ah, it's water under the bridge. Cause Dom says we're family. Hmm. No, you're, he's a human. Uh, yeah. He's got uh, his, his own emotional baggage that he brings to the table. So, well, I mean, he didn't like Brian one uh, because he had feelings for Mia, which obviously he's, he's got his own family. Now you would assume he's kind of gotten over that and he just loves Mia and, and, Dom, you know, but 
Mm-hmm. Um, he also kind of saw through Brian, didn't want Brian getting, getting close to, you know, his friends, but he saw through Brian. He, he told him he was a cop. He's, he was right. He's like, you didn't believe me when I told I told you he was a cop and now you're not believing me yeah. right now. And, uh, and he was, he was right those times and you didn't believe him. I didn't believe him when I was watching it. I thought he was setting Brian up, you know, to, but he, he came through in the end. And like, uh, that was what I was talking about. That scene where he, where he was saying, um, you got to meet my son. That's what uh, kind of got me emotional after watching Downton earlier, earlier when he told him because mm. I had forgot when he was like he was like Nico and then when he said that it, it clicked I was like okay that's short for Dominic and uh, it, that was uh, that got me you know but I, I loved his character uh, I I mean that was some great uh, writing acting ad libbing whoever whoever came up with that that it was it, it wasn't that tropey like. Uh, take care of my son. Uh, when I'm gone, it was, it was the like in the moment. You, you know, it's like you got to meet my son because they haven't. Uh, because like that's that's a thing that you do when you're normal people, right? And you're like, oh yeah, no, I have a son. You should meet him. Uh, yeah, stuff. The the whole world isn't gonna crumble around me. I'm not like some superhero person who's going to i'm going to give you my dog tags mm-hmm. and whatever like when people die in movies normally mm-hmm. no this was like that yeah I, you, you should meet my son when we're when we're through with this and, and if you if you kind of think a little a little deeper on it i mean their original plan was to go down there and meet up with vince right obviously dom had been in contact but we're to assume that dom hasn't seen vince vince has been on the run down there in, in brazil uh mm-hmm. it, it, it would be easy to assume that they haven't seen each other since the, the stuff that happened in L.A. in the first movie, uh, Dom is late to the party, and so Vince and these and they and them go do the job. Job goes bad. Uh, I think Vince probably went back to it because he said he was riding around town and he was laying low. Um, but yep. Dom never went over there, and that would have been the time where he would have met, you know, his son. And he was probably so excited to show, you know, for to have Dom meet his son. And then all this stuff gets thrown in the way, and it's like, oh yeah. You know, I really wanted you to do that. And, you know, you should do that. And it, it was just it was just nice. And um, yeah, it just made that character who was such like a dick in the first one, even though he was right. Most for most everything he said, he just handled himself <laughs> poorly. But uh, it just made him real human. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all the retur- returning characters. Uh, well, um, Gal Gadot, uh, she came back from from the previous yeah. film. And uh, she, she was great. I, I liked their whole uh, how everyone, you know, got along, but they also kind of like had their own little um, partners. They would go do little, little side missions and, and stuff. Uh, yeah. So th- that that was cool. Um, I, I loved I loved Brian and Dom's relationship in this film because like they were friends in the first one. Mm. And then the, the fourth one is them, you know, kind of getting over some of that animosity. And um, because, you know, that. They still really like each other, no matter you know what. They obviously liked each other a lot, you know. And then uh, and now Brian's yeah. with with his sister. And then when they find out that she's pregnant, um, it just their relationship was was really nice. And he you could tell he was much more like not support. He he was obviously supportive of Brian, but just uh, he it's like he was kind of trying to build Brian up a little bit instead of always just you know being like you're good but you're just not as good as me man you know i mean i'm sorry but right, he was kind of yeah. trying to build him up and, and be uh the scene where talking about his father about their fathers that was another scene that kind of got to me uh and I, I thought that was one of finn diesel's best scenes um just the way he kind of just 
you could just see somebody remembering something the way he was standing there kind of talking and just and everything. Mm -hmm. It just seemed genuine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that you're right. That's it's a good point, because it was like first first time you see Dom on the screen. He's like, oh, you made a call. Well, it was a crap call. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, you're you're challenging you're challenging Vince on like what's going down here. Well, you know, make don't don't just I don't I don't trust you 100 percent. Like you're not we're not uh, we're not at that same level. But yeah, once they kind of had that uh, human uh, bonding moment hmm. around like, yep, the, the family is expanding. You know, we're going to have this this next generation and let's make sure that mm -hmm. uh, we can, uh, you know, uh, raise this child right. Yeah, I, I maybe there's part of it even that is like uh, Dom. Dom knows that. Uh, I guess he wouldn't say he knows, but but Dom Dom's contemplating a future where he doesn't have children, and he wants to pass on yeah. kind of like where how his father raised him, and like you know, even though you're not family, you're family. Right. Well, and and that child would would definitely be family no matter what. And um, you're right. Like Dom lost Letty, so he's and, and he he's obviously like he could have had uh, Gal Gadot's character last movie. She she was she was mm -hmm. willing and able, and he was like, "No, you know, you're you're great, but you're you know you're a great one, but you're not the one or whatever he said." And uh and yeah, you could tell he's still bothered by it. This this movie and it probably was some of that. But I thought I just thought of it more. I thought that he had Brian was a member of the family already, but it was like he was a member of the family, but Dom was the head of the table, and then it just kind of seemed that after that it was they were more. He saw Brian as kind of an equal, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, that that was that was some really really good stuff. Um. The the father scene and everything. Do you got anything? I feel like I'm just talking about the whole movie. No, I, I mean, I I think uh I think we need to get to the this this grand finale, how the how the heist went down. Unless you've got something else you need to, some something else on your notes. I mean, we could I, I could talk about every scene, but yeah, let's kind of uh, let's let's get to this finale. So, um, Reyes uh, condenses all the money into the into the police vault. They find out that they, yep. they go through all this stuff, finding out what kind of vault it was, getting their own vault sent there to Brazil. I mean, that yeah. if you're a good cop in Brazil looking for for that, anyways, that's another. Uh, <laughs> and so they get the whole plan. It's, it's about to go. That's when um, Hobbs comes in to bust them. Uh, fight ensues. They uh, um, Dom, it's the, he has a chance to kill Hobbs, but doesn't. And then. Um, right. And with the with the pipe wrench. Right. Which is the the callback to the original reason that he spent time in prison. Right. And, and it was kind of like a. I mean, I, I don't know if, if Hobbs had like a family member that were that was beat with a pipe wrench, but he hated Dom Toretto because he beat a man with a pipe wrench one time. Uh, he, he was really <laughs> upset about that. So, um, yeah, so they, they surrender. Uh, Hobbs is, is arresting them. They're, they're being transported. And um, it's just the four of them. It's Brian, Dom, Mia and Vince and Hobbs and his uh, rookie partner. And then they're ambushed by uh, Reyes's men. All of uh, Hobbs' yep. team is killed. Hobbs is uh, pretty pretty badly hurt. Uh, the rookie partner, who you could tell, 
because Dom saved her life earlier in the film. And she was kind of trying to find a reason why these guys weren't like normal criminals and just, you know, murdering people and, and doing whatever. Um, she lets them out to go save Hobbs, which they do. They get, right. get him back. That's when Hobbs is like, you know what? I'm going to put this on hold and we're going to go get this guy because he just killed my guys. And, uh, they, they all decide to go through with the job anyway. And, um, that's when this, this plan goes wild, uh, because it was already going to be a crazy plan. I don't know how they were going to like really execute it, driving in there, unloading all of this money, uh, in a short period of time into cars and stuff. But, uh, they just snatched the safe out the wall. They just loaded up, uh, Hobbs's big old tank, busted through some walls and then two cars, um, with granted it did have some type of, it seemed like, uh, manufactured thing to, to help with this cable help, help. Cause I was like, I was wondering the whole time, like, why didn't the, why didn't the, the frame of this, you know, the, the shackle break or whatever, you know, that's a, that safe looked like it was a million pounds. And, uh, and there's two cars every time they took a turn and that thing snapped, I was expecting them to just, what happened on the bridge at the very end where the car went flying with, with the safe. I was expecting it every time. Yeah, no, there, and I I think it was like several minutes into it. Yeah. You're like, all right, so the cable's going to snap. Uh, this thing's going to whip somebody around wrong. Like the two cars are going to get tangled. Uh, and then like, so you're just, you know, you're used to movies where they try to be super realistic and that stuff would happen. But a couple minutes into the chase scene, you're like, oh, nope, that's not how this works. Yeah. That's right. This is a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, it doesn't matter. No. We're just, we've got two cars that are attached to a safe. Uh, and it's like uh, car, car safe ballet uh, through the streets of Rio. Yeah, uh, it was crazy. And the amount of people that didn't get hit by that safe and the cables connecting <laughs> it was insane. It's like the amount of people on the prison bus that survived. Uh, right. I mean, that that prison bus flipped like six or seven times. Those people weren't in full oh, yeah. on harnesses. I don't know if you've ever been or, or, or at least looked like they were just shackled and had like a, a seatbelt across like a school bus seatbelt, you know, right across their. their oh, yeah. I mean, people are probably split in half from that seatbelt, <laughs> but they said no one died. And just like in in, yeah, in, nobody. in the in the at the end, I mean, other than the cops, which I will say we, we've said before that our, our family, they're criminals, but they don't like kill, you know, a whole lot. Um, they were murdering bad guys left and right here. Um, you know. I mean, I know that uh, Dom killed um, Phoenix if to avenge Letty last last movie, but yeah, um, these guys were murdering fools. And I was also wondering, side note, how can a U.S. agent go to another country and just be murdering fools like he was? He snapped somebody's neck <laughs> in the fight. I, I was like, can you just snap necks? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. They were gunning these guys down, but, um, anyways, get back to the finale. Uh, yeah, it, that, that, I mean, they went through a bank. It went like all over. And I was thinking that thing's a million pounds. These guys are hauling ass. They're constantly on, on the pedal, right. full throttle, accelerating, uh, shifting, you know, that gas in that car probably went from full to zero before they ever even got out of the parking lot, you know, um, 
Mm-hmm. It was just and and you know that was a poor poor city. Where did they find the gasoline to be putting in these cars to be riding around town this whole entire time? Well, we know they steal gas, so definitely they've got they've got they've got tankers hidden across the world. They've got they've, yeah they've got gas tankers hidden. They they they're good at that. Uh, but yeah, man, that the uh, yeah just a, a wrecking ball attached to the rear the rear end of a car that is just trash in the city. Um, and not just attached to a car, two cars. Two right, of those cables, yes. like that's what made it so crazy because it was whip. I mean, it would have been crazy with just one, but that was wild. Right? Yeah, it was just it takes it up the takes it up another level that it's the two of them because again, it's it's Dom and it's Brian and they have to work together uh, and the what what they can pull off uh, working together versus like yeah, if it was just one person. You know, would it would it actually have made more sense for them to use uh, the rocks super tank and attach the safe to that? Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, but that thing was definitely not going to outrun much of anything. You know, I mean, not yeah. these two cop cars. That's what they were. I think were the were two of the cop cars that they stole. I didn't. I didn't think so. I thought they were uh, some other vehicle. Um, because I don't know why else they would have bothered to paint them black. I don't know to probably not tip that they had cop cars because then you know um, Roman and um, and Han oh. show up in the and and kind of fall in with the cops that are chasing them and, and take some out for them. But yeah, I mean right. it could have just been yeah. any any other cars. Uh, yeah, you're right. That would have been it. It would have reminded us that they had the cop cars, or it would have tipped off the uh, the other you know uh, the the cops that. Uh, mm. You know, yeah. Hey, remember those four cars that went missing that nobody ever seemed to look into? <laughs> well, there's two of them. We got intruders amongst huh. us, you know. Uh, yep. So not only is this crazy heist scene with it, where this thing's flipping down and everything, but in the middle of the heist scene, they pull a switcheroo, uh, the okie doke. I'll use that that term again. And uh, and it, I mean, did you see? The, nobody saw that coming. No. I I mean there was uh it felt really weird watching it when they said you've got 10 seconds make it count. Yeah. And then nothing happened? Yeah, and they just kind of come and around a like, corner and it's they're still doing the same thing. I was I was that was a little weird. Yeah, I was like, okay, that that's weird, but like 10 seconds isn't enough time to do anything. So uh yeah, maybe it just like it was like a weird edit, but whatever. I I I wrote it off as kind of a just uh, we're, we've, we've still got two cars dragging a safe down mm-hmm. the middle of a street. Uh, let's not bother so much, uh, worrying about every specific line, uh, mm-hmm. in this script. Two cars but, dragging this thing down a street. They go, it's like, they're like under an overpass or through like a tunnel when they pass, when they do this. Um, mm-hmm. they manage to split this, uh, garbage truck. Slide that thing right on, nice and easy as you please, up into the garbage truck. Unhook, guys on the front hook hook the one that's that the garbage truck is pushing the fake safe that they that they bought. And I mean, yep. I mean, it, it was genius. Then what gets weird to me is they get to the bridge, and uh, Dom yeah. Dom starts. 
oh, this is always the plan. Uh, I do to take care of my <laughs> sister. It's all me. And he, he's, he's, he's rigged Brian's car to have an, you know, uh, a release for the, for his cable. Um, now apparently his one car would have been able to pull this, this ginormous safe by itself. He didn't really need Brian's car. Um, and then, but what, was it because Hobbs had radio with them? Is it, you think that's, that's why they, cause they were going over the radio. Dom, don't do this. Don't do this. And like, if you knew this was the whole plan, it seems like a whole lot of acting. Mia was getting in on it, you know? And, uh, yeah. It seemed, I, I guess that's the only thing I think of is that Hobbs, they, he had radio with them to, to know what to do, you know, and everything. So he was listening to their communications. The only thing I could think of. That, that makes more sense than like any, any, any thoughts I was having. Cause yeah, it, it seemed like, yeah, in the moment you, you were, they were, they were just telling us that, that this safe is the thing and like, uh, that there is no way that they could possibly escape. But in reality, if they're like, like you were saying, like if they're on the bridge, they could both blow their lines. It, th- there was no, like uh, there are cops on the other side of the bridge and we can't get away from them. Yeah. If they would have so, dropped, you're right. They would have dropped that safe one. The safe's probably going to take out a few more of those cop cars. Uh, yeah. Or at least make them, make them swerve and slow down. And, you know, and then, they're not going to keep chasing you, maybe one, but they're going to try to get that safe back, you know? Yeah. And then, but I, it just hit me uh, because that was, that was mostly all Dom doing that. So, and we, we talked about Dom and, and losing Letty and everything. And then um, Vince dying. It, it could have been Dom just sacrificing because he, he wanted to kill Reyes and, you know, he didn't really care what mm-hmm. happened to him after that. Uh, and then, so that that it might have all been real, and then Brian coming back, and uh, and then Hobbs Hobbs helping save them, and then you know allowing them to to walk away. Um, that might that might have been what, what what was actually going on. Now that I think of it, yeah. Um, I thought that the you know Hobbs Hobbs opening that up was great. Uh, it was already open, I guess, but um, he op- he opened it up <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Nothing in there, and then and then it shows what actually happened, and then um, Hobbs Hobbs can't do anything but laugh. Um, he's given them a day. He's he's still going going to go after them, but you know they got him this time, and uh, and so then we get to see what all of our family is doing with their money. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know the two guys' names, um, the two um, Hispanic uh, gentlemen that were always kind of like bickering back right. and forth, but. Uh, that was hilarious. Like I, it didn't show that they that they go to a casino and they, one of them places his whole ten million um, on on red, and the other one's like, "No, you can't do that. Was you can't do that. You got to place it on black." Was it supposed to be his whole ten million? It's, he said you can't place ten million on on. I mean, apparently they were all supposed to get um, eleven million, but right then Vince got cut into the deal and the, they. They definitely left some of some money. Somebody's somebody paid Vince's. Uh, you're assuming Don, but they might have all been like, look, right. you know, we, we can all walk away with 10 and, and everybody give him, you know, if maybe. But uh, he, he definitely placed a, most of the money that he just won on on that. And then the <laughs> other guy does the same thing. And then it looked like that ball landed on green. Yeah, they were definitely uh... not pleased. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they didn't they didn't show us 
that it landed on green, but the the camera was uh, making it a point to to let us know that it was going that way. That was a a very real option, and they didn't react very well. And I'm going to be honest. I don't think these two dudes show up show up again after this film. So they might have just thrown themselves <laughs> off a bridge for just doing that. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, so that's them. We get to Roman and Tej. Um, Tej had, mm-hmm. had said all he wanted to do was just buy a garage. Just wanted a simple life. Uh, so Roman shows up to kind of give him a hard time. Uh, shows this he just bought this car. Um, only one of four in the world, and uh, there's it's the only one in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, and of course, Tej happened, happened, just so happened to buy the exact same car. Um, right now there's two in the Western hemisphere. That was kind of, that was kind of goofy and, 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 and dumb, but I, I, I love their back and forth. Uh, like I said, all, right. all of our family yeah. kind of teamed up into partners and it happened to be them too, mostly. And I, I really like them. They got a good back and forth. Yeah. That, that, that they, you know, they have the, um, they have these different outlooks on life, but. And when it comes down to things, they ha- they have the same the same core values and the same interests. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, we're we're also kind of led led to believe, or at least I kind of assumed that since Too Fast Too Furious, they've been kind of like palling around. Um, like Rome, mm-hmm. Rome, you know, uh, Brian went back to Cali to California to be a um to be a cop again. But as far as we know, they're still they were still running the 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 car scene in Miami, you know. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, then we cut to Han and um, I don't remember Gal Gadot's name from the film, but uh, they, they they've had this like sexual tension throughout the whole film. And uh, man, Han's so cool. <laughs> He's just driving down like the autobahn <laughs> in a in a like Lamborghini. He's got Gal Gadot in his lab making out with him while he's going down the autobahn. And I mean, he's just like, yeah. I mean, we'll go wherever. You know, I mean, it don't matter. Yeah, I'm, I'm Han. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just bad to the bone. Mm-hmm. I'm Han, baby. Everything just turns my, everything just goes my way. I don't have to worry. Um, so then we, then we go to Brian and Mia walking on the, on the beach in um, some country that we, they, they were talking about a bunch of countries that didn't have ex, extradition that they could go to. Um, yep. When Dom shows up, and he, he has uh, a girl with him. Did you see that? I mean, there was definitely like some, some like. Hints that they had a little little bit of yeah. a connection, but uh, it was good to see that Dom had uh, kind of moved on from Letty or was willing to let himself, you know, try. And um, was that? I thought that was supposed to be the uh, the cop. It was. That's what I'm saying. That, that he he finally like, moved on okay. from Letty and uh, was willing yeah. to try with someone else. And they both had a connection. She, she had lost her husband, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as well. So um, neither one of them were the love of each other's lives, but that you know they were there. Then um, something we forgot to mention was there earlier in the film, they have, have to go steal some cars. Dom, Brian, Roman and Han steal the cop cars and they decide, hey, right, let's do the race and, you know, let's do it for a million dollars. And <laughs> Brian wins. But everyone says that, that Dom let him win because, you know, he's about to be a father yeah. to his nephew and he wants him to be as financially stable as he can. Uh, oh yeah, Dom, Dom let Dom let up on the throttle uh, as we were approaching the the finish Oh, did line. you did you catch him actually doing it? No, that that's what they that's what they say. Okay, yeah, that's what so. they said. That's what I, I I couldn't tell if he actually did. It would seem like he would, you know, because Dom doesn't lose to to Brian. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. 
it was nice that he that that when you think Brian won, you're like, man, hell yeah, dude. But uh, once they kind of say that, you're like, yeah, of course Dom did because. Of course, yeah. Uh, and then Brian wants to. The only the only person cooler than Han is Dom, and yeah, not by much, but I mean, he's definitely definitely cool. Uh, and so Brian wants wants a rematch. No, but no no uh, witnesses, no nothing, just one on one, and um, that kind of goes back to um, what Brian said. And there were there was a lot of callbacks to the first film in this, but. Uh, he didn't when he when he first came to race at that street race, and all he wanted was the respect, uh-huh. and uh and you know Dom shredded him for that the respect. He's like, well, you didn't have your car or whatever, <laughs> but uh, he just he just wants Dom respect. He wants to know that to to know that he can beat Dom. He doesn't need it for anyone else. Uh, he just wants Dom's respect, uh, I guess. But um, that 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 was cool. There was a lot of callbacks to the first film too. Uh, yeah, asking when Vince came back, hey, you hungry? Cause that's what happened. Vince stormed out in the first film and then came back a little while later to the barbecue. And, uh, Dom just told him, you know, sit, sit on down. You hungry, but you're saying grace. And then, um, did the same oh. thing. So, um, it, that, that was really nice. And, um, then we get a post credit scene, right? Mid, mid credits. Yep. Yeah. Mid, mid credits. Yeah. And we see Luke Hobbs. He's still working on the Dom case. Uh, like he said, uh, he's a man yep. of his word. He's going to, he's going to get his guys. And then someone walks in with a file, hands it to him. And we happen to know this, this someone, uh, I don't, I don't remember her name, but she was the, um, the undercover agent in too fast, too furious that Brian and right. Roman, yep. you know, uh, assisted. And she gives him a file because she heard that she, she has, she knows this whole crew too. And, uh, she has some information for them for that, that he would find useful and hands him a file and he opens it up and there's a picture and it's Letty, but it's also was yeah. taken. What, what do they say? Just a couple of weeks ago or last night or something. And yeah, recently it, it, yeah. It, was, it was taken after she was supposedly dead. So what's going on there? And th- yeah. that's where, that's where we're left. So, so is, we got so much for fast six going on and it, it's, it, that totally sets up fast six. Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, it totally sets us up for more of everything, you know, uh, hopefully it's not a Dom Toretto love triangle. Uh, that would be a little weird and I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I actually don't remember how that, that all plays out. Um, well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they just skip it. I mean, yeah. Or maybe she murders Letty and you know, <laughs> she's, she's the one that actually put, put Letty down. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's wide open because as we've said, Han, Han could come back for this next one. Um, any of these guys could come back. We already have a feeling that Luke Hobbs is coming back and continue this chase or maybe team up again. If, if the right bad guy pops up, um, do we, do we know if the, uh, the, the female agent from too fast Too furious is coming? She could because she popped up at the end of this. Um, Letty's obviously going to be involved. So, uh, I was mm-hmm. really excited about Fast Six after this. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you go in, you go into five, and you get so many characters to come back, right? You get, you get Vince to come back. You get uh, Taj and Roman. Uh, you get so many of these 
characters that you, you, you would have been fine with them not showing up again. But here they are. They're back. And so, yeah, going into six, who knows? Who knows who else could come? Yeah, there's not many. And, and if, we, if we've got people who are already dead coming back, then Sky, mm-hmm. Sky is the limit on anybody, I guess, except for everybody in uh, Tokyo Drift. Well, even that—that's that—that's what I was about to say. Because there's not there's not many like main or or, or semi-main characters from previous movies that um that aren't at least we think dead. Uh, looking at yeah. at you, Vince from this film and uh, Jesse from the first film. Uh, yep. There was there was another guy from from the crew in the first movie, uh, but I I don't. Um, maybe he comes back. Uh, and then the Tokyo Drift guy is pretty much the only other one that, you know, other than maybe a villains that, you know, they didn't kill, um, could maybe mm-hmm. come back. But, uh, it obviously makes you excited because, uh, those guys could come back and then this whole entire crew here. Um, uh, also, um, kind of a somber note about fast six going into it. Uh, that was also, you know, uh, completed after Paul Walker's death. So that was a lot of a uh, lot of the intrigue going into the movie about how they were going to play that. Ah. Hmm. Uh, I'm really glad you enjoyed this as much as I did. I, I, when you first started this tonight and you were kind of like, uh, I was like, man, don't tell me you didn't <laughs> like it. Oh, no, it, it's it's one of those films that you uh, uh, can appreciate uh, warts, warts and all. It's like, yeah, you you don't have to worry about why people are doing what they're doing because it it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why why did Dom decide that he absolutely needed to steal Reyes's money? It would have been so much easier for him to do anything else. Like, he he, he could have taken that first uh, pallet of money that they set fire to, mm-hmm. they could have just said, all right, let's take this one. Uh, everybody now has more than enough money to do whatever they want. And we're done. Mm-hmm. But no, that's, that's not, that's not the, the way Dom rolls because these guys came go big. These guys came because they were family. They came and then they yeah. were told about all the money. They just came because the, because either Brian or Dom or Mia called them and said, Hey, come down here. We need you. I need you. And they, they just came and yeah. then they got and then they they were told, oh, by the way, we're going to make you like stupid rich if you do this job with us. And uh, and so they could have just left with that money because they were they weren't coming for money. They were coming to, to do what they they could to help their friends or whatever. So any little bit, yeah. the, uh, the 50,000 they would have got each from, you know, that stack of money or whatever, you know. But, yeah, uh, it, you're right. Warts and all this movie was entertaining. Yeah. And that's what that's what we that's what you expect from this movie. You're not you're not looking for soliloquies. You're looking to be entertained. No, you and it it nailed it. Yeah. You're looking for adrenaline, dude, love uh, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, and family. And uh, that's what you got. And hopefully that's hopefully it keeps up. The next few films keeps up this this pace because. Uh, as we, as me and Jim have both said, uh, this is definitely up there with number one as far as the the series 
Uh, so hopefully we, we stay more like that instead of the last two or three uh, films. Yeah. Uh, do we got any voicemails, Jim? <laughs> Funny that you should ask, Caleb. Uh, we don't. Um, nobody has sent us anything. Uh, but my sister did. Uh, she sent me a text after listening to our previous uh, episode. She just wanted to. She wanted to make sure that you were okay. She wanted to make sure that you understood uh, that uh, she was not trying to take you to task, that she was not trying to make you feel bad about uh, enjoying a movie and enjoying the parts of a movie that were uh, less uh, coherent. Um, I told her to send us a voicemail, but, you know, she's a flake. So instead, you get me... Uh, trying to relay the message to you. Well, message relayed, and, I, and I'll talk directly to Barb because you could hear me, uh, Barb. I, I understand, and, and I, I was if I came off as a, as aggressive towards you, um, Jim can tell you I, I like to joke around and, and and kind of you know poke fun and, and everything. I was just trying to kind of have a little fun back with you. wasn't wasn't meaning to be be like that. I wasn't uh, wasn't offended by by your letter. Um, wasn't anything i i found it greatly enjoyable and i i i like when people take me to task so you know i i, I did not mind it and you know continue to do so if i if i say anything wrong you let me know yeah and uh if anybody else out there uh wants to take caleb to task he has now opened the invitation uh so feel that, free well, to send us an email <laughs> yeah go ahead <laughs> Send us an email, uh, lostlightpod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, text, record uh, a voice memo, send it to us, whatever whatever you like to do. Uh, we're glad to hear from the people who, who stick it out and, and listen to these episodes. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear from you, um, if we do hear from you. If not, I hope you hear from us. Couldn't have said it better myself, mm-hmm. Caleb. Man, I'm, I'm on it tonight, boy. Um, Jim, it was a pleasure. I had, I had, I had a blast talking about this film with you as well. Caleb till all are one till all are one. Salute me familia. Is is that, did I say it right? I don't know. That that little toast they did in, uh, lost light is a tape deck podcast music by Kin Cobra. What is the name? Is it just Fast and Furious Five? Is that the? It's just, it's just Fast Five. It is just okay. Fast Five. Okay. I did not. I did not realize that. But there we are. Damn. It's it's named that because it's the fifth one in the series. <laughs> got him. Got him. <laughs> You're already. Yeah, they, You're already. Yeah, I'm, I'm on point. Like I just watched that movie and I was enjoying it, man. <laughs>